Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. I'm Robbie. And I'm Sammy. We're starting a new podcast. This is Leonora Shelfo, and you're listening to You Can't Kill the Boogeyman podcast, presented by the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram at BoogeymanPod. Yes, so if you like horror movies, scary movies. We are both big horror fans. Mm-hmm. Check it out on all platforms wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget, everyone is entitled to one good scare. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast, produced by Limitless Broadcasting and featuring our favorite uh, guest speaker, speaker, co-host, Dan. Uh, I don't know why I said speaker. Uh, I mean, he does speaking. Visual consultant. There you go. Yes. Mm -hmm. Where can they check us out? Limitlessbroadcasting.com. Don't forget. Woo! Guys. Guys, 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 guys. Guess what we're talking about today? Could it be Obi-Wan? It is! Obi-Wan! So I actually have a TikTok waiting in my drafts with Sam Whitmire screaming Obi-Wan as Darth Maul. Nice. And I like do edit so we could like put it in there, which as our rebel, I haven't looked. What what episode just came out this past week? In real time? Rebels. Okay, I need to post it. Mm -hmm. So if you guys have not been to our TikTok, go look, because there's a funny video of an actor screaming Obi-Wan as Darth Maul. Oh, boy. But speaking of Obi-Wan, let's jump in. Summary. Mm -hmm. Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi has to save young Leia after she is kidnapped. 
all the while being pursued by Imperial Inquisitors and his former Padawan now known as Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's just jump yeah. in. All right, <laughs> trivia. I don't know. My brain like stopped working for a second. I'm sorry. This is the first live action TV series in the Star Wars franchise to be set in between the prequels and the original trilogy, which I think we all knew that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Live action, not cartoon people. Just right. There's if you didn't hear me say it, I said live action. Let's see here. When Disney officially announced the series, actor Ian McGregor revealed that he had known about the upcoming project which was originally going to be a film before it was changed to a series Mm. for a long time and commented, commented it's a massive relief because for four years I've been having to lie to people about it. He's been lying for four years about Obi. That's a long time. A long time. Mm -hmm. So despite having retired from composing anything Star Wars related after the sequel trilogy ended, John Williams actually contacted Kennedy himself and requested to write something for the show simply because Obi-Wan has never had a character theme of his own before. And Williams is the one who wanted to write it for him. That's so nice. And and let's be Mm -hmm. real. No one else would have been able to do it better. Nobody else should write Star Wars music. This is very true. What are we going to do, though, when John passes? I I can't even think about it. He's He's like 90-something, right? He's he's literally not. I think he just turned 90, like, recently. Next year, we should do an episode just dedicated to him and talk about all the things John Williams. We should. That's a good idea. We can play all the themes and all that would be fun. Okay. I'll have to write that down. Don't let me forget to write that down later. Podcast planning during filming. Yeah. If I forget, at least I'll listen to this again at some point in the future. So yeah, you're gonna be listening to this. So (laughs) okay, so the girl who gives Obi-Wan spice in episode two and says, I was someone's daughter once too, is actually in McGregor's real life daughter. Nice. That's so cute. I mean, if my dad was Obi-Wan, I'd be like, Dad, 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 (laughs) can you? Get me in. I like, need to be just, in this. Just once. I'll do anything. I'll be any character. Just let me in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just need one line. That's fine. One, yeah. So this is set approximately 10 years after Revenge of the Sith and approximately nine years before Star Wars, which is, you know, obvious because Leia's 10 in this and they're mm-hmm. 19 when they right when they go into this, which to think of Leia being 19 in Star Wars, like A New Hope is weird because she always acts older than her brother. Yeah, much true. more mature yeah which well, is normal at, but yeah. even at 10 she acted older i mean she oh had gosh. that wisdom beyond her years i agree with them i mean i know we're going to talk about her but the actress who plays leia she, she is, is so adorable and perfect and i swear carrie would have loved her like oh yeah to mm-hmm. the ends of the earth oh, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she is literally the embodiment of little leia mm-hmm. yeah so cute so Ian McGregor is around 10 years younger in this show than Alec was when Star Wars was released. So it actually helps with the storyline because Obi and Star Wars is about 10 years apart in the storyline. So Ian McGregor was 51 while he was making this. And so Alec was 61. Hmm. But I just nice. want to say Ian McGregor looks really good for 51. And that's yes. a really like Tatooine. If we're looking at that, like what he was when he first got on Tatooine 10 years after 
10 years of being there. Mm -hmm. And then 10 years later, Tatooine really roughed him up. Yeah. Alec mm-hmm. did not look 61. He looked older. Oh, yeah. yeah, he sure did. I did not think that they they were only 10 years apart. That's a brutal planet, man. That yeah, ages people. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sand, it gets everywhere. I was just thinking that. <laughs> I hate sand. So Hayden Christensen actually rewatched all of the Star Wars movies and binge watched both the Clone Wars and Rebels to prepare for his return as Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader. And Hayden, that is the best thing you could possibly do. <laughs> Without like you, a doubt. You needed to do that if you haven't been a part of the world for that long. If you have, like, I don't even know if Hayden's like a true blue Star Wars fan, like mm-hmm. crazy Star Wars fan like we are. Well, we are. I don't know about you. You're not. Mm-hmm. You're not on our level. Am I above <laughs> you? Because yes, like, you're above this. <laughs> Samantha's above me in our because I have it compacted so I can have like my notes. And so I'm yeah, like, me too. you're at the top. I'm in the middle and Dan's at the bottom. Okay. Uh, Dan is consistently at the bottom then because he's at the bottom for me too. Okay. Ouch. Sorry. I'm at the bottom during the edits too. What you is, are what is like in the me? video part. Yeah. yeah. When the video comes together, it's me and Ashley. And then hey, and- hey, oh, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yo, down here. Don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Hi. Hey. Not my hey. fault. I don't know. Toss me a, a a snack. Uh, you want some water? That's all yes. I got. Yes. Pour it down. Pour it down. <laughs> don't no. in. I don't Wait, I got it. <laughs> okay. Okay, that was entertaining. But anyway, right. Christensen, good job. If you ever hear this, great yes. job. Bravo. I, I mean, I will admit, I wasn't always a fan of your playing of Anakin and Darth Vader in the prequels but you have redeemed yourself in my eyes and mm-hmm. i really enjoyed your performance yeah. in obi-wan you did absolutely fantastic brought me to chills just phenomenal thank you. absolutely phenomenal okay. yes you are more than welcome to stay back in the star wars world oh yeah never leave no don't leave us again <laughs> you have grown as an actor and we thank yes. you for it Let's see here. June 2020, Ian McGregor said that he would like the series to be called Hello There. That's adorable. Nice. I love it. I would have been okay with that. Oh, yeah. I love it. And then in a, in a recent interview, Hayden Christensen was asked about wearing the Darth Vader suit again for the, for this series. And he stated that it's incredibly heavy. It's a beast to wear. It's not designed for bathroom breaks. <laughs> I can imagine. I can see that. I I can definitely see that. And then the last piece of trivia, because they didn't have that many, of course, because we only have one season so far. Obi-Wan, we're like waiting on them to tell us that a second season has been greenlit, which I would be surprised if it wasn't going to be greenlit. Mm -hmm. But in the show, and oh, this is dear to my heart. In the show, Leia has a bird-like toy droid named Lola or... L0 LA59. After the first two episodes aired, a picture of Carrie Fisher from her childhood was spread. According to a rumor, the bird was named Lola, which mm-hmm. served as the inspiration for the droid's name. However, the rumor sadly was proven false as her as her pet bird on the picture was later identified as Benny Carl. But it was a nice little sentiment to think that yeah. Yeah. the bird was Lola. And I and even though the name might not be the same. For us to have like a little droid that is mm-hmm. like a bird mm-hmm. and Carrie had a bird, it's still very sentimental, I think. 
even though it's not the same name and it's a good shout out to our original princess leia so Mm -hmm. thank you who who directed this movie Uh, deborah chow Chow. yeah Yeah, deborah Chow. chow Thank you, Deborah Chow, for including that in yeah. um, because that little droid, like she is now another one of my favorites. I want a Lola. That's mm-hmm. so cute. So when I'm at Star Wars this year, <sighs> Disney, look for a Lola. I'm getting a stuffed Lola. Do it. Add to my droid collection. So, so I have trivia that you oh, did not have in it. here that yeah, I assumed IMBD, you that's would. That's all IMDb had. I, IMDb mm-hmm. is useless because Apparently. this is like a big one that is not in here. So okay, go. in episode go. two, in episode two, there is a, a short little bit where there is a leftover clone who's on the ground asking for credits from Obi-Wan. And do you know who played the clone? Yeah, it was the original guy. Uh, what's Yeah, why was this not in the trivia? Because that's like super cool. That's the first time he's ever been in the suit in a movie and it's true because i saw an interview with him huh you break is in the that's in right the, that's a big his, trivia in the Just prequels saying. it was nothing but cgi yeah yeah, yeah. this is his first time in a suit and i was like that's so cool hey, that's that they so let good. him be I in this thing. step it up that's Seriously. what i'm saying i was like why is this not in the trivia that's not your fault because i know where you get your source from but i was like that's kind of a big deal Cause it's cool. That is. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big yeah. One. That scene when he sees the old stormtrooper and he just kind of stops, you can see the conflict mm-hmm. of like, I fought with them, but they, they have this like kill chip in their head. And mm-hmm. well, I don't even know if Obi knows about the kill chip actually, but anyways, yeah. it just, you could see it. And it was mm-hmm. like one of those scenes that I'm like, are we, are we, is Rex showing up? What's happening? Mm-hmm. Like I actually waited for Rex to show up in this right. series and there was nothing. Just a little nod to them. Mm-hmm. A tiny yeah, little just, nod, but it was still a funny nod. There was a fan theory that the big droid was Rex or the big the big lifting droid from episode three. If you remember the one who pulled Obi-Wan out of the fire when Vader was mm-hmm. doing the thing. There was a theory that, if you remember. Yeah, remember but Rex at this point, I got it. Rex or like a when... record from uh, um, Bad Batch. Like somebody thought it was like a clone in disguise. I mean, I could possibly see Wrecker. Yeah. But Rex at this point, like if you think of the timeline, he might be with the ghost at this point. Yeah, he'd be. Oh, I can't no. remember the timeline of the rebels, or is it maybe? Is it I think rebels is road? a few years after. No, that. rebels is well, after then this. If he's if he's yeah, not right. with the rebels, then he is. He's on the planet with the other two droids, just sitting around doing nothing. He's on that, that desert. Yeah, okay, you're right. Yeah. Right. So I was trying to remember so where he was during. That it time. couldn't be Rex, but so. it, it could possibly be Wrecker. Could've I could see Wrecker. being Wrecker. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Also, I saw this morning. This has really nothing to do with trivia, but I saw this random interview with Hayden and Ewan McGregor, uh-huh. and the interviewer was telling them about the fan theory that the <laughs> that Padme was actually impregnated by. <laughs> Obi-Wan and that they I really did have that. an affair and Hayden laughed he thought it was the funniest thing ever and he said he never heard that and it just made the way he laughs about it like he just thinks it's absurd and I was just like well okay <laughs> um have you seen I mean you I might mean, think it's absurd but 
come on now. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah. Have you looked at the kids too? It's a possibility. It's all I'm saying. I don't know. That just popped in my head because it made me laugh the way well, Hayden just laughed and laughed about it because he thought it those was. Those memes are everywhere right now. That's why I'm like, how did you not see this? Like everywhere. All I see is memes about it possibly being Obi-Wan as the father or like memes about that line from Re- Revenge of the Revenge of the Sith, like, oh, because of Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. everyone's it's all over so the place funny. right now. I don't know why right. it's blown up all of a sudden, but it is literally blown up in the past like week or two. It's I really all love over it, my though. Facebook feed. Those because of Obi-Wan yeah. uh, makes me laugh every yeah. time. Every time. Yeah. Disney oh. recommends these things to you because of Obi-Wan. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So funny. <laughs> uh, I love oh, it. And there was another interview I was watching, I was watching with Hayden and it was just Hayden. It was so cute. There was this kid and they did like a force. This little kid was interviewing him and he's like, we're going to do a force showdown. Mm, I, and, yeah, I saw that one. Have oh. you seen that one? And he's like, he's like, you, I thought you'd be more power. Like Hayden, he, he, he played lost on purpose, but and the kid's like, hmm, I thought you'd be more powerful as Darth Vader. <laughs> he just calls him out. It's That's so, so funny. cute. Oh, so funny. Okay. Like Hayden is really cute with the kids. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I'm starting to have a soft spot for Hayden Christensen. Mm-hmm. What's happening to me? No, oh. he's a kind soul. He yeah. is, and he aged well. He did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did. Looks pretty much the same. It was really weird though for them to try to like make them look younger for those couple scenes where they're fighting. I'm like, eh, you didn't do a very good job. Yeah, they, they didn't de-age yeah. him at all. Like, it looked like just, no. you know. Yeah, again, I thought that was kind of weird. Again, he aged so well that it's like you can kind of forgive it, but. Yeah. 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 The hardcore fans have not. Like, I've seen so much oh. hate about it. I'm hardcore like, fans are just unpleasing. Well, hmm. let's just start off and, and get into Dan's stuff. Jumping in. Oh, okay. All right. All right. What can I say? About, uh, honestly, Obi-Wan, I, I loved it. I love, I mean, I loved pretty much everything about it. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the only thing, if there were, if, if there was anything I would critique about it, it would be just minor little nitpicky things tech wise, mm-hmm. but it's so trivial. It doesn't even matter. I mean, everything about it, it's pretty much what I wanted. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted, I wanted to see Obi-Wan in a dark place, see how he came out of it. You know, I wanted to see, I actually didn't expect to see a young Leia or I, I figured there was gonna be a young Luke because it was in the, in the trailer, mm-hmm. but uh, did not expect Leia coming at all, like at all. So like within that first episode, like they're on Alderaan and they're, you know, they're, they're dressed, you know, primping her up for, you know, to see the, I was like, wait, is it, is this like, what? There's a way to, we're actually getting young Leia. Mm-hmm. And it turns out she's a, a prankster and she's, you know, mischievous and everything. I was like, mm-hmm. no, we actually are getting a young Leia. That's very much a young Leia. Yeah, I mean, and you're right, Ashley. Everything you said about, you know, it was, what was her name? I wrote it down. Vivian. Uh, Vivian. Lyra, Lyra Blair. Yeah, I mean, mannerisms to the way she carried herself, the way she mm-hmm. said certain things. I mean, everything was Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, they, they, they could not have cast that better. It's... She could have only like she sounds almost like like she could be a granddaughter of Carrie. I know she's not, but she totally could have. She does. Like, I totally think she's related to Carrie. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I, I believe such it. Such a good cast. Yeah. Yeah. And then the banter between her and uh Obi-Wan, you know, in the second episode. Good. I mean, just the just the fact that she she 
she's got so many zingers that she just puts anybody in their place no matter what and she's just like no fear whatsoever mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's like that's that's how i picture leia to be at that age yep yeah yeah she she destroys her cousin yeah the cousin who's like belittling droids and belittling her <laughs> she just like reams the guy it's like oh man like emotional damage <laughs> yeah. yes I, I this, yeah so dude don't get in Leia's way but um, but yeah so yeah it's, I, I really enjoy yeah I really enjoyed seeing you know seeing how you know Obi-Wan tried to get her to trust him and kind of going back mm-hmm. and forth with that um you know there's could not could not have been done better in my opinion um mm-hmm. and then you know the part where she where he brings up you know Padme Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you remind me. I, I forget how he said it. Like you remind me of somebody I used to know, or something like that. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. And then they reiterate it later on when they're in the in the truck thing. It's like you do know my mother, you know. And he starts talking about how much of Padme he sees in her, and it's like, yeah, ah, mm-hmm. like right, right in the gut, man. You know, yep. it is pouring acid on my soul. Mm-hmm. Well, and even the last episode. That was the worst. <laughs> when when he's like, you know, how I told you I don't know your parent, I didn't know your parents, and then he like describes them to her. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, oh, my heart. All the best qualities. Yeah, yeah. yeah Poor I mean, Luke got the aftermath of the qualities. Uh, all of them went to all the good ones to Leia. Eh, debatable. I'm just, I'm. It, I, I, like, I see what you're saying, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's just, you know, little layers sitting there just embracing it, but also trying not to cry herself, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, uh, so much. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, yeah, I could not have been done more perfectly. So, yeah, a lot of people had issues with Reva, you mm-hmm. know, thought they focused too much on her and less on Obi-Wan. I think that's really stupid. I think she was a great yep. character. I think it was a great antagonist and i think a lot of people maybe wanted vader to be the main antagonist and i feel like that kind of would have ruined it it would have Mm -hmm. one thing i'm learning with darth vader as much as i love him when it comes to implementing him in anything less is more you know his Mm -hmm. his the biggest thing about darth vader is that his presence is always there but you never see him Mm -hmm. so you're never sure when he's going to show up so when he does show up it's that much scarier which i'll get to in a minute Mm -hmm. but just having darth vader there with every episode would have been overkill Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah. You know, having Reva as like the main antagonist with Darth Vader as like this playing the Sidious role was exactly what it needed to be. And yeah. I see the thing about Reva is that there were times where I hated Reva and I loved that I hated her mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. she she was exactly you know she was supposed to be that person who was like she makes you angry. She is a predator. She is a lioness. Mm-hmm. She is angry. She's arrogant. She's impulsive. I mean, she's everything that a young Anakin would have been in Episode Two. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's, that's what true. made. And uh, that's what really made me made me made more sense to me, like why Vader would use that against her because he recognized that himself, so he knew how to manipulate that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, her story arc, holy crap, her background. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, she went through some stuff. <laughs> I mean, she saw yeah, she like, like the brunt force of Order sixty six. I mean, she was killed by Darth Vader himself mm-hmm. before he yeah. was Darth Vader. And it's like that image of Anakin's face just burned into her brain forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be scary. That would mm-hmm. incredibly scary. I mean, that's that's we said this before about Hayden Christensen. I mean, it's like when he when he gets dark, he knows how to get dark. Like, yeah, he's, actually, he's, he's pretty scary when he gets dark. <laughs> yep. So, but yeah, you know, say all that to say, you know. Yeah, I loved Reva. I thought she was a great character and g- good antagonist. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I liked her. 
The uh, haters need to shut up. They They're do. just whatever. So I think people just like to complain. Like complaining gives people pleasure. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what it, what it comes down to. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it's cool that uh, Sammy, you recognize you knew this, but I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. I I knew I recognized the voice, but I actually thought it was somebody else. The character mm-hmm. Frick in in the episode where they're on the planet and they he gives them a ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was Seth Rogen originally. It wasn't. It was Zach Braff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how he got the part, but I I, I, I didn't even, like I said, it sounded nothing like him. Wait. Zach. Is it legit is. is? He, they talked about it on their podcast and I had to guy. skip it because I hadn't watched I hadn't how watched this yet, get so a I skipped part it. And he's not even a Star Wars fan. I don't know. Not, That's why I'm like Donald Faison no. is the one who's like obsessed and he's not in anything. That's funny. Uh, and Zach's That's over here, hilarious. like this whole Funny. freaking character in Obi Wan. So yeah. was 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 Donald mad? I don't think so. I think he's just always excited if it's anything related to Star Wars. But I had, like I said, I had to skip that, and I have to go back and listen to it because when they talked about it on the podcast, I was like, I have not seen the show, so I just skipped that part <laughs> where they talked about it because I hadn't watched. You know, I didn't want to spoil myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I was like, you're right. That's like the most random casting they could have done, but it certainly you know, is. But and it, it, he's a good voice actor because, like I said, I could have sworn it was Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> and then episode three, like I said, when Vader shows up, literally all I could say about it was just like Vader. <laughs> That's it. It's Vader. It's everything oh, I wanted. So great. I mean, I, this is the first time I've ever actually been afraid of Darth Vader. I've never been afraid of Darth Vader before. Mm-hmm. But you haven't? No, I was always am- admired him. I always thought he would, you know, I, I love. I, Gosh, Rogue One scared the crap out of me. It scared the crap. Oh, it, it, it scared the crap out of me, but like in a good way. And like, yeah, that's it's awesome. Just so way. fun. Yeah. When he just pops up. Yeah. The same way like the T Rex from Jurassic Park. Yeah, mm-hmm. It was like that. But this <laughs> one was like. This was like Jason or Freddy Krueger or, (laughs) you know, like any kind of horror story that you would imagine. And I think a lot of people are feeling the same way about that. Yes. That's what Mm -hmm. I was thinking. I was like, this is a brutal show. Oh, my goodness. It was great, though. I loved it. So Mm -hmm. good. And just the fear in people's faces, like when he's just walking down the street, people are just cowering in their homes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. thinking maybe we can escape him. Maybe he's not going to hurt us. And then he just grabs random people snaps their neck drags people along with a force you know mm-hmm. thr- you know throws things away it's like oh, <laughs> oh this is the best reaction ooh, yes ooh, yes ooh, I mm-hmm. mean, yeah. Oh, oh yeah that was a little intense there yeah oh yeah. so great though yeah. so great what it, oh oh and then, uh, I mean, they, they are the face off, like, what have you become? I am what you made me. Yes, I have all those quotes in there because it was like the best thing ever. Oh, incredible. Oh, I loved it. They're, oh. Incredible. Mm. Um, I mean, it was, it was yeah, I know they got like a different, because they've had two or three different people wear the suit. They had a stunt guy for like the, the head to toe shots. And then Hayden did like some of the clothes that was you know, is some of those those shots were like it was just channeling the fight from Mustafar in uh, mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith, you know, mm-hmm. just on a mm-hmm. deeper, le- on a you know more rundown level. Because Obi, mm-hmm. Obi's weak right now. Obi's he's letting his force powers kind of slip a little bit, kind of you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and they just Vader standing in the fire like a bat out of hell, like it was so great. Ugh. 
<laughs> I'm getting chills. Like it's making me cold right now thinking about it. It was so epic. Because you feel the dark. I even have a sweatshirt on and I'm just like, oh, uh, you're so epic. I have the, the quote, now you will suffer, Obi-Wan. And then and you seen in my notes. And then I was like, and then he puts him in a fire. And I was mm. like, oh my God. It's like yeah. when it happened, I'm like, no, you can't burn. Like in my head, I'm like, don't burn Obi-Wan. And then I had to remind myself, he doesn't burn. He's fine. Right. He makes it. He's in a new home. Exactly. Like, right. I, I had to tell myself. Like, I was okay. like, wait, he's not going to kill him. Right. Plus we're only right. on episode three. Anyway. Well, this whole series, I did that. Like yeah. with Leia and all the things. I'm like, oh no, we can't. I'm like, wait. Oh yeah, it, 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 yeah, ends well. it has to end fine. It's like, right. They did it so well that I'm like forgetting and I'm like so drawn in that I'm like, what's happening? That's how you know it's good when you can fear for the characters, even though you know they're going to survive. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, a lot of people were kind of like, again, it's one of those like, you know, the Star Wars fandom was just like, oh, Darth Vader wouldn't let him go. Why didn't he just walk through the fire? I'm like, guys, first of all, it's episode three. Second of all, if Darth Vader lets you go. He's got a reason for it. Like he wants mm -hmm. it to hurt. Mm -hmm. You know, he's got something else planned. Mm -hmm. And it, he did. He delivered. So let's see. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, as far as Reva's character arc. Yeah, I, I, I was if you know, I know we talked about it at one point. You know, I think Ashley, you were saying like you wanted, you thought she was going to turn to the light side, or somebody was saying that. If you, I don't know if you. So, I might have said something about it in my spoiler video that I did. Maybe. I don't know if you watched those or not. I don't think I, I didn't see that. Reva's character, it, I don't think you and I talked about Reva's character ever. Okay. But. I was torn too. I'm like, I don't know if she's going to fall, mm -hmm. have a tragic fall or if, well, tragic fall, redemption, or if she's just going to rat him out. But I'm like, she can't rat him. Like I had so many conflicting feelings. I'm like, she could rat him out, but if she rats him out, then Darth Vader knows. And then it breaks up the storyline. Like there was just mm -hmm. all these things that I'm like, there's really only one thing that can be done. She, there are two things she dies or she like leaves and just mm -hmm. disappears right, yeah. because there's nothing else she really could do mm -hmm. when it came to the kids. Mm -hmm. And that was what I was fearful of, of this story because we're bringing the kids into it. And I'm like, Darth Vader doesn't know. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know. He's not. Well, he knows, but he, it's like, it's, he knows he doesn't know mm -hmm. and we don't know about it. And like, he, he doesn't bring it up until 19 when they're 19 and in new hope. So that's where I was fearful. Cause I'm like, okay, what are we doing? Because if he sees Leia, I mean, yeah, she's strong, but he might figure it out before. Like you're putting these elements into place where realistically, if we followed the storyline correctly, he would have figured out they were his kids before he actually figured out they were his kids. Mm -hmm. So I was very wary on what they were going to do with Reva and that whole thing. But I think they ended it well. Yeah, with yeah, her. yeah. I, I figured it would go either one of two ways. I was like, she's either going to have a redemption arc, which obviously we got, or it's going to be a tragic fall where he actually kills her. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I I thought I, that's what it's a laser sword to the gut. How are you not dead? Uh, again, I chalked it up to like she's using the dark side to kind of keep herself going, like I the assume, same way yeah. you know Palpatine did. Because the Grand Inquis Grand Inquisitor as well. I'm like, because when that happened, when she like mm -hmm. shoved her lightsaber into him, I'm like, wait a second, 
We we need him for rebels. What's happening? Yeah, he's got to be around, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, what what is? And then he's like alive. I'm like, how is he alive? How did he survive a lightsaber to the gut? <laughs> but I mean, it, it was probably one of those like prosthetic, like mechanical prosthetic things that we saw in uh, like Boba Fett. Probably, yeah, something saved him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, nobody ever stays dead except for Uncle Ben in any story. So, no, poor Uncle Ben. Yeah. Yeah, so I so I as soon as they killed the the grand the grand inquisitor I was like, okay, how are they going to bring him back? He ain't dead. <laughs> yeah. Like he can't be. We need him. Right, exactly. No, he's not dead. Exactly. So yeah, so but anyway, like it was cool to see how you know Vader knew the whole time and he was just again using it against her and mm-hmm. and you know once again shows up at episode five and just brings a ship down to the ground and just tears it. Like it's nothing. 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 It's like what we're saying. It's like, imagine if he had that without the suit. Insane. Another level. Insane. Well, and because we still have young, it's only been 10 years. Mm -hmm. So he's okay. So he's what, like 18 in 18, 19 in the second movie. Yeah. Third movie is three years later. So he's like 21. So at this point, he's like 31, 32. So mm-hmm. he still has all his like pent up right. anger mm-hmm. and he hasn't matured yet because 10 years later, he's 41 mm-hmm. in A New Hope and he's just like this cool, not, stoic. I don't know if cool is the right word, mm-hmm. but stoic. Yeah. Yes. Stoic, even tempered like he has a temper but he's more like precise about it because mm-hmm. i kind of saw kylo when we were watching mm-hmm. obi-wan yeah and when he was tearing that ship apart i was honestly sitting there i'm like oh this is where kylo gets it They're right. right there <laughs> that right fits. there mm-hmm. yeah, like grandfather like there you go yeah yeah i'm like oh okay yeah that makes sense this is yeah. this mm-hmm. tracks <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. I, I I admit I was like a little like, man, Vader is really impulsive, like more than he should be. Like even the fact that he raises his voice. I've never heard Vader raise his voice before. But Anakin was impulsive. And exactly. He's still, right. He's still going through that transition. Exactly. From Anakin and to Darth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I had to kind of come out to. You know, you were warned what defeat would bring. I was like, whoa, Vader's <laughs> yelling. It was so great. I love that combination. It's so weird to hear <laughs> James Earl Jones's voice go that high. I know, right? Or that loud. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that that's really, I, I, it, again, it was just as well that like still showing that there's still that impulsive Anakin in there, but he's still, mm-hmm. he's, this is like, he learns how to kind of tailor it, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. Cause I was just thinking, I'm like, I think at the end when Palpatine comes up and he's mm-hmm. like, you're, you're focusing like too much on that. Like we need to, which <laughs> Palpatine, you're an idiot. You really should have let him just keep. Exactly. Just, just let him but, do it. Um, when he, I think when he says you're focusing too much on that, you need to choose. I think that was his turning point. I think, well, I think that starts his turning point of going from his yeah. impulsive mm-hmm. tearing a ship apart with no problem to his more stoic, like what we know in new hope. I think that was when like, that transition happened because Palpatine pretty much says, if you can't handle this, I'll get somebody else. And yeah. I think that's why they play the Imperial March like at the end. When oh, we see yeah. Because then you're oh, like, oh. Chills, chills, chills. chills. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I have to rewatch this show. Like, I'm going to take a day and I'm just going to rewatch it from beginning to end. Uh, I, I just so got to go through it again. When we got you. to that, I was like, finally. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's great. There is something I was going to say and I totally forgot what it was. 
No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Constantly just like no, all over the place. Yeah. But oh no, I know what I was gonna say is like it, it, the line in A New Hope where he says, "When I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master." It fits now. It does. You know, because because you're right. He's still very much in that. You know, as much as he doesn't want to admit it, he's still yep. kind of a kid. Not a kid, but he's still yeah, you yeah. know, he's young. He's immature. So yeah, it does. Yeah, I agree with you. That line hits differently now, and also the line of so they. I feel like they like tried to clean up. George's like little mess in New Hope hmm. when he says when Ben in the original or Obi Ben oh my gosh Ben why did this just hit me Ben Solo Obi-Wan was known as Ben mm-hmm. Carrie names him Ben Ashley. holy crap Ashley, this really? just hit me did this really just happen you didn't realize it really it? just hit I was gonna mention that and I forgot what in to. the world well, oh, I didn't think we had yeah. to mention it because I thought it was just like understood. Apparently not for Ashley. Oh, this is great. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Here, here, here's, when... a, here, here's a meme for you. Here's a meme for you. Somebody posted at first as t- at 10 years old, Leia thought he wasn't good enough to be a Jedi. By the time she was old, she thought his name was good enough to name her own son after him. Mm-hmm. That's so there's nice. Oh, yeah. what a change. Okay. Anyways. After Ashley's epiphany that she apparently just <laughs> had. Ben. Ben. Ben Kenobi. Ben. Ben Kenobi. <laughs> I'm <What>? sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. So when Ben or Obi says to Luke, Darth Vader killed and murdered your father. Mm-hmm. All of us, then we get into Empire Strikes Back. We have the mess of like, oh no, I am your father. And Luke's like, what do you mean? Like, Obi said you killed him. Like there's that whole mess that Lucas kind of gave us because he was still trying to figure things out. And I feel like they tried to clean it up in this one because at the end when he has his mask mm-hmm. broken mm-hmm. off and I'm just like, oh dear Lord, I'm like, I was so scared. <laughs> like that was his evil face. I'm like, it was great. The grin, the and I'm just like, oh gosh. I was yeah. so great. Kill like, Anakin Skywalker. But it was like almost a moment of clarity for Darth. He's like, no, I didn't. Or he's like, you didn't kill him. I have I, the, like when he says that, yeah, line, I have the quote, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did the same way. I will you. destroy you. Yeah. Like, Ooh, yeah. Okay. And, and it was like, it was like, as soon as that line happened, I'm like, oh, you're trying to clean up your mess. <laughs> it works. It works. It, it works. Work. But you're trying to clean up your mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It works. It yeah. worked. But yeah, oh, that scene was scary. I'm like, oh, poor Obi-Wan. Like, if I was Obi, I would have I would have died right there. I mean, like, oh and I gosh. failed. Yoda felt like he failed. Obi felt like he failed. Luke felt like he failed. They're just a lovely line of failures in Star Wars. <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah. Greatest teacher failure is. One thing that I remember, I was reminded of, first of all, I haven't been that broken up about Darth Vader since Revenge of the Sith. Like, in mm-hmm. that scene. You know, yeah. I haven't felt that sad and that heartbroken and that just despair. But mm-hmm. it's a reminder as to why Darth Vader is so beloved. Like, we all love seeing Darth Vader do cool Darth Vader stuff, but that's mm-hmm. only a part of it. Like, the deeper part is you realize that behind all that, behind the anger and the evil and everything, he's pathetic. He's a pitiful, sad zombie guy who's pretty much mm-hmm. dead. He's a dead guy. Yeah. And the only thing keeping him alive is this suit and his anger. If it weren't mm-hmm. for that, he'd just, he'd be a corpse. He'd be dead. Yeah. 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 
That's true. Yeah. When Obi-Wan was breaking up his center, like council that's supposed to help him live. I'm like, Ooh, oh boy. Uh, oh boy. Like, oh boy. Yeah. Oh, and the rock scene. I'm like, oh, yeah. Obi-Wan, go you. Right. Like, where, there's your power back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. Took him a minute. I was but... so happy for that. Yeah. yeah. More powerful than you can possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you realize how strong he actually is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Did we miss any of your points, Dan? We should probably move on to Sammy to keep on track. I mean, again, I, there was plenty more I could say. I just didn't have time to write it down. So um, <laughs> that's okay. Welcome maybe to the show. I said most of what I said most of it. Welcome to our lives. Right. <sighs> Literally. All right, Sammy. I love your second point. Okay. <laughs> yeah, which we have not touched on. Exact same thing. Second, yeah. So first point is I enjoyed when the very beginning started and we got that nice long recap of the prequels at the beginning. Yes. I, I mean, I know about I mean, I've seen the movies obviously enough. We've discussed them to no end. But for me, it was just nice because I haven't watched the movies over and over and over again. You know? Mm-hmm. So it was it was just a nice thing that I, I enjoyed the way they put that together at the mm-hmm. beginning. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Yeah, a lot of these I took directly from my notes as I watched it. I just kind of wrote down what I was thinking. So the mm-hmm. second point is, oh, my God, Order 66 again with a bunch of exclamation points and question marks. And I get it. Yet again. I get it. But how many freaking times do we have to live through this? Apparently over every over single and time. And this time we got all the the kids, the young ladies there. And I'm it like, it was great. more intense. I was like, great. Thank you. Hey, you this know, we need we're to start. actually see the kids die. Mm hmm. Yeah. I was like, super. Thank you for doing this. This is how I wanted to start my show. Okay. Yeah. That was awful. Yeah. 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 So I knew we'd be on the same page. Let's show the fear in their eyes. It's so great. And I was just. Let's show them, you know, get slaughtered. Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Perfect. I'm like, fine. yeah. Okay. So we what am I this. watching? <laughs> Should have known how the rest of the show was going to go just based on that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, honestly, honestly, yeah, I liked the little scene with Obi-Wan and the Jawas because they are always the worst (laughs) and it was just cute the way he's interacting with them and he's literally trying to sell him back his own stuff. I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. Jawas. And they freaking give him subtitles now, which is cool. Yeah, it was was nice to kind of know exactly what was going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, this is a cute little scene. And then as I was watching it, like, I would literally just write, oh, sad Obi. (laughs) When he's just like so overwhelmed. Yeah, I was like, oh, sad Obi. It's going to be okay. I promise. Someday it'll be okay. You'll get you. Yeah. Just Dan was talking about the Darth Vader and that whole scene where he's killing force choking everybody. Yeah. And just the way Obi-Wan's like hiding and seeing him for the first time. I was like, like the whole time, just face frozen. Like, oh my God, it was perfect. Just perfection. I loved that entire introduction to them, mm-hmm. to him seeing him for the first time as full on Vader. So great. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan saying, we just kind of went over this, but Obi-Wan says, what have you become? And Darth Vader says, I am what you made me. And I'm just like, oh, this is why he's so sad <laughs> because you're just rubbing in the wounds right now. Mm-hmm. Anakin. Mm-hmm. Obi Anakin. did not make him Exactly, but it's not Anakin. It was darn self. It's Anakin's yep. fault. It's not yep. Obi-Wan's. <sighs> I think it would have happened sooner if Obi actually like confronted him about all the all the things he was doing that were like pushing him to the dark side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Made it worse. Probably. Yeah. And he didn't do that. So, yeah. But it was still epic, that entire dialogue oh, yeah. exchange. Yes. 
Oh, yeah. We've already talked about Obi-Wan being in the fire, and I was freaking out. I was just like, oh, my God, wait. No, he's going to live. But for one, like you said, this is like halfway through the series. <laughs> kind of a big deal if he's not okay. Right. <laughs> yep. He's going to be in the original trilogy. So, yeah, he must be alive. So, we're fine. But oh, I yeah. was freaking out. I was just like, oh, my God. So, I put this in my notes, and it made me laugh because I didn't really understand what's going on. So, I literally put, so what's the deal with Reba? Because I was like, something is up with her early yeah. in the series and then of course we find out what actually she was the young lane and all that and and i was like oh by the end of it it made sense i thought it was a very good tie-in and i mm-hmm. like her character yeah I'm, I'm down for some reba i'm not on the hater train with that i enjoyed her and i liked her well, story arc and we know now why they showed us stupid order 66 again yeah because she because was because i did yeah. it didn't make any sense to me i'm like why are we seeing this this why has nothing to do with anything mm-hmm. but it, and then when her story art comes around i'm like uh oh yeah oh you were foreshadowing oh and then we had to go back Dang to it. it let's add that again we did have to go back to it to watch yes. her again A yes and time. see anakin's face and you know all the things <sighs> all the that things. was great yeah i forgot they about us, that i swear <laughs> they really do seriously and then when we were watching, we were just talking about Darth was bringing down the ship, right? And tearing it apart. And it was so great. And I was just like, ah, oh, this is so scary. But, you know, it was a decoy. And then they were hiding behind it. And then they're like, ah, oh, just kidding. And they left. When he stood there and he watched the de- the decoy fly away, I was literally screaming at him. I was just like, you let them leave. What are you doing? But, I mean, I get it. Like, Darth always has his plans and whatever. But it just kind of made me laugh. Like, he just threw this epic fit and tore that entire ship up. And then the real one left and he was like, oh, okay, Hmm. I'll get you later. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But yeah, it was just, you know, there were great rebels callbacks, which were, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I picked up on something. I was so proud of myself for doing that, by the way. Oh, good job. Yeah, I was like, look at me. Yeah. So when he delivered, Darth delivers the line to Obi-Wan, then you will die. Mm. when they're they're going back and forth the same thing he says to ahsoka i was just mm. like what and then of course they had the helmet getting cut much cooler though live action i have to say i really yeah. enjoyed that ahsoka fight but this when it, you actually have to see it in live action so oh my gosh so oh good. yeah as we said it was very creepy and scary and it was just great yeah also because i'm an idiot when they were fighting <laughs> and obi-wan was down in the pit getting pummeled yeah. with rocks and Darth was up top. I was like, he has the high ground. And that was just what I said to myself. I, I was waiting for a line alluding to that. <laughs> and they didn't do it, but I did it to myself. So yeah, no, same. Well, um, I, I, don't think they, I don't think we needed a line. I think if you've even at least watched the prequels and you are on social media, right. you know the meme. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but did, can we notice something? Even though he had the high ground, guess who really still won? Well, of course, he was not oh, going to yeah. win. I was like, well, Obi-Wan's not going to let this happen. He's not going to just die in the rocks. So right. Obi-Wan yeah. knows how to defend himself on the low ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Obi's got it. And he's not. I mean, it took him a minute. But it, the, just I love the fact that what brought him back is power, like remembering what he's fighting for. You know, the mm-hmm. flashes yes. of Leia and Luke yeah, and all these. You know. it was such a nice yep. montage. Yeah. Yeah. Really great. Mm-hmm. Great moment. I liked that. Yeah. Yeah, because then he has his real confrontation with uh, Darth Vader when they're talking, well, Anakin slash Darth Vader, when they're doing the lines, you didn't kill Anakin, I did, same way I will destroy you, and then Obi-Wan's like, then my friend is truly dead, goodbye, Darth. But he was so sad when they were talking about it, I was just like, oh, sad, Obi again. It's the coldness in his voice when he says Darth, that yeah, got me. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah, I was It's like, like that oh, final nail in the well, coffin. That's it, he, that's it. You know, he. I mean, I know we can't because we have the other movies, but he literally could have ended everything. I said just, that too. 
and killed him. I was like, he like, didn't he kill was him. And he done. Like Anakin was, he had, he was losing his breath. Mm-hmm. He had no oxygen really. Mm-hmm. Like he was done. Just, you know, sliced him up. Mm-hmm. But Obi yeah. was just like, no, no. And just left. Hmm. Yeah. Talking about the Imperial March, finally showing up at the mm-hmm. end, which is great. And of course we have the hello there. It was so great. I loved it. It made me smile when he delivered that to Luke. I was just like, this is great. And literally when he walked up to him, I was just like, he has to do it right here. He has to do it right. He's going to say it. He's (laughs) going to do it. it. Hello there. Hello there. Oh, it's so great. All right. And while we're watching this, I watched it with Robbie, which is part of the reason why I had to wait. So we're watching it. And at the beginning, you know, Obi-Wan keeps talking about Qui-Gon Jinn and he's trying to reach out to him and he's like, oh, I need guidance, whatever. And I was just like, this is some some BS. Like, if Liam Neeson is not in this, I'm going to be so angry. Because he talked about him so much at the beginning of this. He's been searching for him. And we get all the way to the last episode. And it's the last freaking possible second. And there's Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. I was so happy, though. It just I was, too. I was excited when I saw him. And I, mm-hmm. I was just like, I was going to be so angry, though. If he was not in it, I would have thrown a fit about that because of all the buildup. So thank you. Yeah. But... Of course, you had to wait till the last minute, as you <laughs> mm-hmm. do in Star Wars. I do love Leia. We've been talking about that. There were some parts where I wish we would have seen a little bit more of like a youthful Leia, because it was kind of mm-hmm. sad because we see so much of Leia having to deal with all of this crap, you know, with mm-hmm. the war and the, everybody dying around her and all that. So I would have liked to see a little bit more like when she was playing with Lola and I would have mm-hmm. liked to see a little bit more of that yeah. only because mm-hmm. it just it would have been nice because you know what's going to happen to poor mm-hmm. Leia down the line oh, yeah. so she's yeah. grow up real fast yeah so there was so much maturity to her which fits but I was just mm-hmm. like oh if we could have just a couple more little kid moments it would have been nice but that line yeah. that Obi-Wan says uh he's like you know I'm not gonna give you a blaster you're 10 years old mm-hmm. then he gets serious like but you won't always be just this mischievous look at her eye when he says that it's like oh you're gonna find a blaster on your own here yeah it doesn't matter (laughs) why does she have the blaster i mean come on yeah yeah she knows what she's gonna do so yeah overall amazing lots of build up to the last two episodes which were just insane lots going on there Mm -hmm. and it's probably my second favorite star wars series so it's great i hope they continue it was very good so good yeah Mm -hmm. well done bravo yeah now for a few plot holes. Yeah, you're, you're I'm the sure queen of the plot to holes. talk about them. Queen of the plot holes. No, it's just I don't understand if we because they they did a good. They're I need to find my words. The biggest concern with the show walking into it, like I love it, I do. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Sure. Nine out of ten, mm-hmm. absolutely adore the show. I'm gonna watch it again from start to finish because mm-hmm. I love that we brought in Leia. Like. I think so how we talked last week about how the rise of Skywalker was supposed to be more Leia centric in the movie. And I feel like because we lost her, we now can translate it to, okay, yes, Obi-Wan, it is an Obi-Wan show, but it was very Leia centric. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I feel like it was a call out to, even though it might not have been verbalized, but I feel like it's kind of like that call out to putting something more Leia centric for Carrie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But there are some things I don't understand for continuity reasons, because that's a big thing with this show is when this show was announced, my biggest concern was continuity and making sure that it lined up with everything. So, mm-hmm. and, and help me if, if I'm misunderstanding some of these lines, especially Dan, if you see it a different light, help me understand it. Cause I want to not deal with these plot sure. holes. 
<laughs> I will do what so I these are, the, these are the <laughs> things I'm concerned. So first one I'm concerned about is her mother. Mm-hmm. In the Return of Jedi, she says to Luke, I don't remember my mother just in flashes and glimpses, like very young or something like that. I remember her from very young. Like it's very like she she has glimpses of her mother from very young. So when I remember that line, I think that line is talking about Bale's wife because she Mm. doesn't ever she's never with Padme Mm. in the trilogy or in the prequels. She she was a little baby right and it's taken away you have no memories when you're that little like that's Mm -hmm. not that's not a thing i don't care if you have the force it's not a thing Mm -hmm. so in my mind his wife should be dead and she shouldn't know she's adopted Mm -hmm. that's my first one that i don't like actually no both of those that's actually both of them Mm -hmm. Hmm. so what's what thoughts like Am I off? Am I, am I not, am I thinking too much into it? Like, I, I, I'm not aware. I I don't know if there was ever any time where she did or didn't know she was adopted. So that one, I sort of let go. But see, that's the reason why I can't let it go because it's never been addressed before that she was adopted, even though it's like, she probably figures it out, Yeah. but we're just going to shove it in there, but then it's never talked about again. So I'm like, I feel like it was a weird thing for her to know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm not really aware of the dynamics of like that type of situation. So I know some kids know they're adopted. Some kids don't. I don't know if it's like, I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know how, what to think about that. As far as the memories of Padme. So couple of different things I've heard. One of them is the fact that she is force sensitive and the fact that Obi-Wan sort of describes her obviously in detail Mm -hmm. at the end of it. Mm -hmm. And one theory is that, you know, of course she's 10 years old. So sometimes like, you know, in our childhood memories, you know, very, very strong images kind of, and memories tend to intermingle. We sort of remember something as something that actually happened when it was in reality, it was just like something we imagined. So that's one theory. Another, but um, there's another thing. This, there's, and this is actually there's a comic out there, like a graphic novel or something. I know, I know, okay. I know. Convenient, but th- it's actually really, really beautiful. There's a comic where Leia's about two, mm-hmm. and she's on Alderaan, and she's with Brea, her her adopted mother, and they're out in this garden, and they're looking at a statue of uh, Queen Amidala in her like full hair ah, yeah, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And the whole comic is basically Brea is, or Bira, whatever her name is, she's basically telling her everything she knows about Padme. So like all of her drive, mm. her ambition, and mm. the things she sort of had to face down with, and you know, all the opposition she faced, and she, you know, her resilience and all that. And as she's telling her the story, you know, Leia's sort of like, it's very artistically done, you know, Leia's sort of dreaming of how she would imagine her mother to be. And they're done as flashbacks from the prequels. So as a again as a two-year-old you know child as she's being told the story like at the end of the of the comic her mother said her adopted mother says something like you know remember these images leia remember these feelings which is a callback to what leia says as an adult you know just images just feelings you know because these will be what guides you throughout your life and the very last slide is her like doing her hair like or her mom doing her hair like up in the buns you know the the... Mm -hmm. no so Again, I think that's the closest thing that to me really ties in it. That plus being more sensitive, you know, creates that as like a memory. 
I can get behind that. I can get behind that comic being like that. That makes so that helps me mm-hmm. understand where they're coming from because I didn't know about that comic because mm-hmm. even though I look at a lot of their stuff, mm-hmm. I don't do the comics. Yeah. So thank you. That's yeah. nice. That just took away that that <laughs> issue for me. I'm like, okay, I go. can see that. I oh, I yeah. can see that being a part of it. So that's good. I don't think there was any others. I feel like it was the only thing that really concerned me was that Leia mm-hmm. and. I do find it interesting that she has now met Ben when you get the sense in New Hope that she's never, like at first you really, like when you watch New Hope for the first time, you feel like she might not have never met him. Mm-hmm. But now looking at it, it kind of looks differently. Like if we rewatch the scene where Luke says, I'm here with Ben Kenobi mm-hmm. and she goes crazy. Like Ben Kenobi, where is he? Like now that hits differently. Like right. mm-hmm. I yeah. want to see my old friend, yep. but the only thing is, is she doesn't mo- mourn him. But I mean, that makes sense because we didn't know that she, they were going to do this and stuff. Right, but there's yeah, just there's... there's those continuity things that I'm like, this is why I don't like us making prequel things. I saw a to theory. Be, be uh... Well, I saw a theory on that about why she's not so like broken up about it. And it's mostly because like her whole planet got destroyed. Like basically everyone she knows has died. That's true. Right. And she's kind of just like not as sensitive to it. Yeah. Because yeah. there's just so much death around moment. her. Yeah. That, that's what I was going to say. That it's, makes sense. Yeah, because, like, she just had her whole planet bl- blown up, and then she's still in the middle of this war. Like, I feel like it's mm-hmm. one of those, like, she just, it's, she has to deal with it. You know, she's mm-hmm. dealing with the only way she really knows how. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure so she mourns later. Her. Well, yeah, and I think she, I mean, watching in The Last Jedi when she's literally mourning the loss of all the bombers, even though they just won the battle. Mm-hmm. It's slowly, like, that poor woman how did she keep going mm-hmm. to be honest lot. with all the things that she's dealt with from her childhood up through war mm-hmm. and death have been a the part of wars. her entire life. Yeah. 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 Literally like 60 plus years of her life. That's she never it. caught a break. Did she? Mm-mm. She, none of them did. Yeah. None of them did. And that's, it's where like the tragedy is in the poetry, mm-hmm. but it's just always continues sadly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just hope that there's some peace for a while now after Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I think there is. I mean, we saw them as sort of forced memories in the very last thing. The last well, there was supposed mm-hmm. to be peace after Return of the Jedi. That's true. Wow. Well, and the First Order showed up all of a sudden. Oh, that's life. You know, it's, there's happily mm-hmm. ever after, and then there's what's after happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like Steve, St- Stephen King said it best. It's like. The characters didn't live happily ever after, but they did live and there was happiness. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, like this. It's like, yeah, it's like they didn't necessarily have a happy or happy ending, but they did live a full life and there was happiness in it. There was mm-hmm. a lot of tragedy and a lot of darkness, but they did have happiness too. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah. that quote. That, that, fits, that fits with Star Wars. It does. Yeah, it's very poetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying to think if there's anything else on this show that you guys haven't talked about that I wanted to bring up. I don't think there is. I don't think so. I just loved it. It was yeah. just so good. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I agree. Mm-hmm. That's good. I agree. Also, now they need, I have high expectations for some of the upcoming shows. I'm like, do yeah. not disappoint me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. If they do a season two of Obi-Wan though, I hope it's more of him and Qui-Gon. Like him competing well, with Qui-Gon. I mean, he's not great. I hope it's more of him and Qui-Gon and I hope it's more of him and Luke. 
Yeah, that'd be mm-hmm. cool. Spending more yeah. time. Because mm-hmm. honestly, walking into it, I thought, like, I think, Dan, you mentioned it. I thought it was going to be about him and Luke mm-hmm. during this show because Leia's on Alderaan. I didn't right. think that they'd pull her mm-hmm. into the show. Yeah. I was very I was very happy they did. Like, again, Vivian Blair is phenomenal. I can't wait to see what else she does as she gets older. I hope mm-hmm. they protect her little her little child acting soul. Mm-hmm. Cause we do a really bad job of that sometimes we do mm-hmm. but yeah. i i feel like there needs to be some sort of adventures with luke like an adventure with luke it would just make sense it'd be fun because mm-hmm. he talks like he knows luke mm-hmm. or i mean luke knows ben you you hear him talk about him in a new hope when he's talking about the droids i think hey i think they're they're old bens mm-hmm. and of course owen's like not owen yeah owen owen, yeah. owen. You mean that crazy old kook? Da da, right. da 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 I feel like there's more there that needs to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I can see that. I think it would be fun. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Because it would make sense if Ben's going to be on Tatooine to have interactions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't think Darth Vader needs to come back in. Like if I agree. Darth Vader, no. is, if Darth had, Vader and yeah. Obi have any sort of interaction in season two, then they're going to lose me it's because yeah. at this point it's done. Yeah. Um, if we see Darth, it needs to be in a totally different light when it comes to what's going on. Yeah, I've, I've had my fill of Darth Vader for a while, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. Oh my gosh. I'm so proud of us. We're done like 20 minutes early. Hey. You did a good job. We did. I mean, we only yeah. had one season to talk about and we liked it, so we didn't have to tear it apart. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Okay. Well, oh, guys. Okay, we have one more episode next week. It is, we are going to talk about all the upcoming titles. They have released a lot of upcoming titles in the past like couple months. We're like, wait a second, what's all this? Mm-hmm. Scrolling through everything. I'm like, what, where are these coming from? So we are dedicating a wrap up episode next week. We're going to just kind of highlight some of our favorite things from this summer. Mm-hmm. Talk about what's upcoming. Talk about what we're excited about. Talk about what we're concerned about. I and mean, maybe even talk about what hopefully are is coming maybe we can dream up what we hope to see next so that'll be fun mm. to see what i put together for the outline because i have nothing put together since yet. you forgot about it it's okay hey. i didn't forget like we had no internet connection in barely any internet connection at camp so i couldn't do them when the kids were like off doing their own thing and i was exhausted thursday and friday night <laughs> and just lots going on mm-hmm. lots going on mm-hmm. so Sorry, sorry guys. And I think I even we did a TikTok for that. For what? From the Star Wars notes. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Dan, we so we did a little TikTok scene mm-hmm. where the the sound is close your eyes, I have a surprise. Mm-hmm. And then the other person's talking about the dishes, but we just wrote a different like text on it. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down like, did you do the, did you finish the, all the Star Wars notes? And at the end, it's like in, in the second, the first person's like, I said a surprise, not miracle. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did like, see that one. Yeah. That yeah. tracks. Mm-hmm. Oh, we probably put it on Instagram. Yeah. Usually that's try to post. That's, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah, yeah. On TikTok. Yeah. So it's, it's always fun. So if you mm-hmm. haven't checked out TikTok, go check out TikTok. We don't have as much up there as I was hoping to put up this summer, but the summer has been very, very busy. So mm-hmm. I, I apologize. But go check us out there. Go check us out on Instagram, Facebook. Ooh, Sammy. Did you see what was announced for December? What? 
Santa Claus. Oh, we're talking about, series. I thought there was something new. Yeah, I saw the Santa Claus thing. Well, no, they I thought put there out was a promo something fight. new. Yeah, they I saw the out, picture. like an actual promo. Yeah, the so picture. There's an actual promo out for, for Santa Claus. So mm-hmm. go check that out on our Facebook if you want to know more information about mm-hmm. what's going on with that show. Pixie Dust Twins podcast. Dan is Dantastic on YouTube and Instagram. On Instagram, it's two A's in the Dantastic, just FYI. Everything should be in the notes. Mm-hmm. Anything else? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Pixie Dusters. We'll see you next week for the recap. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon. It's Robert from Limitless Broadcasting, reminding you to tune in to Limitless Broadcasting Network anywhere you get your podcasts, from Apple Podcasts to Spotify. Check us out today.